Hello everyone, and welcome to another Harvard Review. Well, I'm just back from the cinema, got myself all set up, good to go. Um, holy moly, what a movie. So, obviously, just seen uh, Evil Dead Rise. Been waiting for this one for a while. Uh, we heard it was coming out. Uh, heard some of the things, you know, but it's all the trailers, like, yeah, looking forward to this. And it's one of those things, just don't be cheesy, don't be awful. Um, stay true to the format and God, this movie delivers. Um, everything is cranked up to 11. It's just brutal, fast from start to finish. We bit of levity now and again, but it's just not, it's just full on. Uh, no messing about. Whatever I said at the beginning, um, if you remember, I did uh, the trailer review and uh, review of Holy Ground. Any doubts I have in my mind about Lee Cronin directing? Um, forget what I said about that. Um, the guy's pulled it out of the bag. It's a different story. It's not going to be the same beats, but it's still Evil Dead. And that's the main thing. It's still staying true to the franchise. Evil Dead doesn't have the revolver around Ash Williams. You know, we know that it's the Necronomicon's the main character. Not that we don't love Ash Williams. <laughs> love the same dude, loads of stuff. But it's a good way to bring this franchise on. I think that's where the 2013 remake, rehash, whatever you want to call that, failed. Because that's what it was, it was a remake. Using different characters. Uh... They had an opportunity to tell a different story, especially at the beginning. And then they just went back to the same old beats, you know, retreaded the same ground. This doesn't. This is taking the Necronomicon and going, well, what if it lands here? What if it ends up here? What if it, you know, people encounter it after they beat it? You know, it can't be destroyed. So is that, um, Obviously, I'm going to avoid spoilers, saying it's just dropped, give uh, people a chance to watch it. What I will say is the trailer, okay, most of the scenes in the trailer happen in a short period of time, so this isn't the best of the movie, just stretched out and you've got filler for the rest. All that stuff, 10 minutes. Just boom, 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 and then goes on the rest of the story. What's interesting was, if you know the scene with the Deadites, like rising out of the water. That's at the beginning of the movie. And then we retread to find out how that scene happens. One of those type. <sighs> What's the sort of takeaway? This is all done in the space of a day. So traditionally Evil Dead, you know, it's been over time. And the Dead Eyes This is visceral that the amount of carnage a dead eye can do in the like a 24 hour period is unreal and uh that has an old that has an element of horror to itself when you know something's like that destructive or i think maybe the the older ones i think they went because they went so much in the direction of you know the demons are playing with people so they're taking their time but this is just yeah, we could do that too, but we're on a time, we're on a clock here. We want to get out and take over the world, sort of thing. So this is mainly set. It's an apartment building. <clears throat> we have um, Beth, who's the estranged sister. 
<clears throat> she's like a guitar tech, you know, going around with bands and stuff touring. Depends as your friend decides to come home. And that's kind of the whole premise of, you know, reconnecting with her sister because she's already, you know, got herself into a situation and, you know, as usual, goes the big sister to help. Ellie's got the three kids and realizes she's split up from her, you know, when Beth turns up to the apartment, they realize she's split up with her husband and they have the finds of her house because this apartment building's like foreclosed. It's uh, getting demolished because it's just obviously dive. Tell you what, the atmosphere, <clears throat> even before the appearance of the Necronomicon and the Deadites, the atmosphere is grim. They manage this, like, do the whole scenery with just the apartment being itself. It's one of those, it's got space, but it's sparse at the same time, and um, nothing works properly. Uh, it's old, outdated technology, even the clicker thing for the, the garage door. <clears throat> it's like something out of the 70s. Um, it's that kind of feel to it. You know, everything's just deteriorating and run down. But it works. Um, it's not one of those depressing sort of deteriorating run down. Everyone there is like salt of the earth type characters, just want the earth to live in and, you know, getting on with stuff. So there's not a lot kind of, you know, I know it's set in LA, but it's not like, grimy you know crying everyone out for each other just decent folk having to be in a bad situation in the middle place You're not getting bothered. Is that not trade? Is Evil Dead not trademarked? And also, um, if you do that, is that you know that's not really giving their movie. It's people aren't judging the movie then in its own rights. They're always going to see it as a ripoff. I, I don't know. Um, that that might be a good idea. Don't know. That's just my thoughts. If I've seen. Like we've seen it before with our franchises, people, you know, especially the straight to the, you know, back in the day, the straight to DVD sequels that have nothing to do with the main story, but they're just kind of shoehorned in. Um, they're always a disappointment and nothing to do with the actual movie. You know, people might enjoy the movie, but the minute you attach it to something, there's an expectation. So don't know about that one. Like the Evil Dead franchise, it's the fans, you know, and I kind of stop as well. Them. But I'm not like a like there's proper like the fandom of the Evil Dead are very protective of it, and you might be setting yourself up for a bit of backlash. That's just my opinion. Um, given you know, obviously given the way people feel, but I would imagine um, people don't take kindly to that sort of thing. It's like that's why you know they're trying to do like Nightmare on Elm Street or uh great. I know they kind of done a scary movie, but it's more party. But if you try to latch on to the big franchises and just rehash it, it doesn't really not work well. <clears throat> yeah, we have talked about this a lot. In fact, um no one exemplifies that more than Clive Barker. 
um, the conflict between the creative, the person that actually has the idea and puts it into it, and the distribution companies and the executives. Um, there's always it's, it's weird, but we've all said it before. It's weird that these two entities that should not come together, creative people and risk averse corporate drones, should not be like working together. And it's not even um, as if somebody's pulling back, you know, just okay, let's think with a reason mind, or somebody's like, I just want to put the ideas. They're opposite, they're polar opposites and they're antithesis to each other. I think that's why that like Hollywood in general is such a mess, and that's why now any new mainstream movie comes out because this is you know this is being um, advertised as a mainstream movie, and it's always going to be Eagle Dead. Uh, it's not for every good buddy's cup of tea, though. When I went to the cinema tonight, I've packed um, quite a few horror movies I've seen in the cinema. You know, that've been released, have been nearly empty. Just the interest not there, but there's a genuine love for this franchise. And horror, you know, we'll see other genres falling down the, the toilet because of the insanity of distribution companies abusing fans and uncreative people making stupid decisions and just, you know, not listening to the customers. Horror has really come into its own the last two years. Like um, last year and this year has been no different. I still have to say, um, don't know if I have time to squeeze them tomorrow. Um, no, because obviously I'm watching um, uh, your movie. I wanted to take notes and stuff. Um, but I still want to see Pope's Exorcist. That looks um, looks good, but I've heard that it's like Hollywoody sort of sloppy stuff thrown in. But this movie, um, this does not disappoint. This is like full on, crank it up and just go with it. Uh, there's no mess about. <laughs> I'll say one thing: Ellie's character, um, she looks better as a deadite um, when she was human. That girl needs to eat a few flipping chicken wings and get a few pints of Guinness down her. She looked ill. Um, supposed to be a tattoo artist, but, but she, she, honestly, she looks as if she's a, like a twig about to snap. <laughs> At least when she becomes a deadite, <laughs> she kind of looks more true to form with her shape. Weird. Um, Decent enough characters in this, I have to say that. I thought we were going to have um, Danny's the son, and he's a bit of an emo DJ wannabe type. Um, I wasn't too sure if it was going to be too fussed on him, but he just turned out to be a normal kid. Bridget was going to, you know, is one of these activist types, you know, uh, I'm here to save the world type thing. Um, and I thought I was going to hate her character, but really when the chips were down and all, all cranked up it was there look calvin if it works for you it works for you you know what i mean and like i said it's just my opinion especially when you're just it's a double-edged sword you latch on your fan base you it might work for you but you might also get backlash for it you know it's um it's the nature of the beast, I suppose. You know, it's like hashtags. That's one thing um, I try to be careful with this channel. It'd be so easy to try and jump in every bandwagon going just to get likes and shares. And then I kind of sell myself out. And then I'm just chasing uh, 
just chasing whatever's uh, you know popular, and then uh, not doing what interests me. And I know this channel if I did it could be a lot more successful, but I have to do it. And you know, I have to actually enjoy doing this, and I have to have an investment in the movies. That's why I don't cover other franchises. You know, I could do another channel, but I've lost interest in fantasy sci-fi. I used to be major fantasy fan, love sci-fi movies, and I've just completely gone off them. Action movies were either hit and miss. You know, they're just big dumb flicks. Oh God, I saw the flipping Fast and Pointless series. Is and um, if anybody, you know, you might hear me like being critical of horror movies, but it's not out of love because I love the franchise. There's other movies, I guess, in old slew of that. I know you see this ads before the movie starts. And 90% of the movies, I wouldn't touch with a 10 foot barge full. I'm like, nah, no interest. So, <laughs> you know, they're, you know, they're like flipping, uh, I don't want to see flipping Vin Diesel doing stupid car thing. But God. Movies I got, I have no interest. Just can't be bothered. Looking forward to it as well. Um, I thought Cameron was going to be able to make it, but now he's uh, he he thought he had a family thing. Now it's cancelled, so he's he's back on board. So that's cool. Um, yeah, um, I want to have a conversation with you, and that's just here. If you ever go on these streams, tangents is what it's about. It's a chat. It's everyone who turns up the chat makes this. I just didn't pre-record a twenty-minute video going blah blah blah. This movie's great. Blah blah blah. You know, look for buzzwords and that. And, that's what it is about. It's the organic nature of going live. That's why I do live reviews. As soon as I finished the movie, you know, like I said, I just got home, uh, got myself sorted out, and I'm online. So I've still got the, the experience of the movie fresh in the head. I don't want to be one of those sort of reviewers that's all pre-scripted and super polished and, you know, there's no soul behind it. I hope I hope that comes across well when you're you watch these at least, you know, you get that from me. I'm doing it because I genuinely love these sort of movies. But back to this movie anyway, um, yeah, I was... The characters um, are actually pretty decent. As I said, Bridget, I thought she was going to be an annoying arse. I was actually getting vibes from that flipping tit out of, uh, what do you call it, Texas Chainsaw Massacre abomination. <laughs> Going now, there's a terrible movie. Um, but no, she turned out to be okay. Um, Cassie, the, the wee girl in it, um, the wee young one, she stole the show. She was uh, really good. In fact, and I have to say though, um, as well, the other two, they're young actors. They're not these 30 year old teenagers. I mean, they're, they're child actors. God, there's, there's gruesomeness. This movie does not hold back. Right, it's got a and it's a proper eighteen certificate horror movie. It does not hold back. Nobody's safe, and that's the fantastic thing about it. Um, just that's what you uh, that's what you come to horror movie for. There's the worst thing I hate are the sanitized horror movies where you know who's going to get off and the victims are and who's going to survive, and this you're not too sure genuinely um it's all open from the trailers what i was worried about it was going to just focus around the apartment as in just the three uh, the four of them in the apartment and uh 
Ellie's character as a dead eye, just terrorizing them. Um, nope, everyone gets involved. Whoever's all, all the entire apartment block, all get involved. And then it just it takes it to a new devil. And there's a wee bit of digital blood in this. I've noticed it. And uh, do you know what? You can forgive it because there's plenty of gore. So you can forgive that tiny sliver of digital blood in it. But when you see it, you really notice it. And you're like, oh, God, why? You don't need to do this. Uh, no, behave. As you know, the official channel, the uh, policy of this channel is no digital blood because it's shit. Um, yeah, so I'm just trying not to spoil this, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's a tricky one. Uh, yeah, the other characters in the, uh, in the apartment block, they all come in, they have their, they have their moment. And that's it. The finding of the book and the records, the vinyl, um, all worked. Because I was wondering how, you know, the, the trader, you wonder how he's playing it on vinyl and what happens. Um, this works. And there's a lot of odes to the old um, 80s backtrack and stuff. You know, you get the satanic messages if you play heavy metal backwards, all that kind of stuff. So there's a bit of a fun play of that. There's also a bit of a nod and a wink to um, The Shining, the Overlook Hotel. Um, there's a wee bit of a nod, nod and a wink to that because it, this could be a hotel, if you think about it. Just the rooms, it's just an apartment block, so you can get that same sort of vibe and isolation because the Mayas do it. Mayas actually, even though this is a apartment block on a city, you know, in the middle of a city, uh, the Mayas to make it isolated and everyone feels alone. You, you wouldn't think that would be possible in a city setting, but they really play that off. And they do it cleverly. Uh, they could have just done it, you know, a lot of the usual flipping tropes and a lot of trite and not made it believable, but um, they really pulled this off. The effects, not just the gore effects, but the building effects are pretty decent. It's not a CGI fest, and I'm pretty sure CGI is involved, but there's still enough like dust and grit and grime to make this believable where i hate the, the super polished cgi stuff because it just looks like a cartoon i mean they impose it on the like live action actors it just looks horrible like any bloody superhero movie out there uh but this yeah the effects and uh especially the lift the the way they did the lift was brilliant and the lift appear, you know, it's not just a one shot. The lift is a kind of focus because it's a means of escape. The way they, they made that lift and use it a couple of times, brilliant. Um, what do we do different? The whole Kandarian demon, uh, you know, the typical Raimi space effect, they did that, but they did it with a bit more purpose. So the, the sped it up, slowed it down, messed it up, you know, messed around with it a bit like that, and um, yeah, it worked. You can definitely tell it's an Evil Dead movie. Uh, it's not like they've just stuck the Evil Dead label on it, and it's become something else. I love the way though, in each iteration, the the Necronomicon itself changes slightly. 
it's almost like it's changing and evolving, but it's still recognizable as an economical. The only thing that, that disappointed me with this is that you don't have the face. You know, you normally the, the face is sort of etched into the cover. Um, we don't get that. It's more sort of DNA and uh, pulpy that way. But what they did with it, um, still, still good. You still recognize it. I mean, that book is iconic. And yeah, you can make some slight changes, but it's still an economic one. And there's no if, buts, or maybe about it. You know, that's, oh, right, that's a book. Right, but no bad things are going to happen. The clever thing of uh, actually reading out, you know, reading out the, the ritual spell was done really well too. So, uh, yeah, all the beats of, their, of an Evil Dead movie, and it's done right. And that's that's what I'm saying. That's what this franchise needs to move forward, is to realize that the Necronomicon itself is the, the main character, and then it can travel, and then you can have new situations, new scenarios, and then each time a new character refreshes it. Because we've done the cabin, you know, we've done the cabin to death now. Really, there's nothing in the cabin in the woods to add anything to the story. So it's time for it to move on. And the way it was found, I'll not spoil that, but, but the way it was found was very clever. Uh, it could have been done really happily, you know, just dropped in the doorstep or something. But no, the way they actually discovered the Necronomicon was top notch. Clever, phenomenal story. Um, Beth as the protagonist, she was decent. She's not exactly as like a striking, remarkable character. If that makes sense. Um, she's that sort of generic. Uh, how do I put it? You've seen her. You've seen her character a hundred times. You know, what I mean, the cut off boots and the shorts with the skirt, sort of mincing around my life you know it's we've seen her she's we've seen it with Ma, we've seen it with her we've seen it with other ones it's just not she plays her part but she's not you know she's not remarkable um it's a bit of a shame I suppose that'd be the bad you know a little downside like i said ellie's character was brilliant as a day right um wasn't get, I wasn't feeling her as a human character, you know, I was like, oh, okay, you're, you're a person, I suppose. Um, the other kids, there's a couple of other kids in the apartment block, they, <laughs> for the length of time they were in the movie, you know, they're only in a few scenes. Um, they really pulled it out of the bag, they're, they were cool. And that's really uh but i think i'll kind of drop it off there i'll tell you what it is i just don't want to i don't want to go to the, the plot well maybe in a few weeks we'll end up talking about it and uh share a bit more but if you're planning to go see it this weekend really hope you enjoy it and uh if you have let us know what you think be looking forward to seeing it don't forget we're on with uh calvin this sunday for the talk spot uh we did it a week early because uh Cameron's broken off to Mexico for a couple of weeks, so uh, I was either do that in the middle of May. So we've got that coming up. Um, I'll maybe jump on tomorrow and do something. Um, we'll see what I'm up to. And uh, we'll have a couple of reviews next week as well with guests. So come up with the on the channel, you'll see all the scheduled live streams. Come up with the that. That's, that's how you get.
get a notification put the wee bell thing on all that there so hope you enjoyed it um as usual do the heavy thing things and until next time keep it creepy keep it horrific <laughs>